Hello and welcome back to Spill the Empty with Chris. I'm so excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about this amazing new show that means so much to me. It's called Wonderland Nalis um, by the City Seed Dance Company. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful company by Christopher Tendai, and they really focus on making stories with LGBTQIA narratives, uh, raising awareness about uh, mental health and diversity and inclusivity, disabilities, everything. And yeah, we're going to be talking all about that today and what the show means to me and everything that I thought, everything I loved. And yeah, let's get started. So, before we start, let me do my little introduction points because I am aware it's been a while since the last episode. Um, there have it, there hasn't been a lot of live theater uh, lately. I think this year is a bit of watching a lot of shows at once or watching nothing for ages because of other projects and um my final year at uni and everything so it's just a bit busy good busy but busy <laughs> so yeah I'm so glad that I got the chance to record this because I've been it's been on my list for ages and I knew that I really wanted to dedicate a good amount of time with it I wanted to read one more time um the book that I got the day when I um I went to watch the show by Akin Taylor um they were the um spoken word narrator of the show and um there was also some merch um written magic that came with it and yeah I just wanted to go through it one more time just to be able to give my full um insight to it um so yeah um just a little catch up <laughs> and some suggestions um not suggestions like just recommendations that I always do in the start of every episode uh before I get started with um my impressions and feelings of the show um let's do uh favorite musical theater song of the minute musical theater song of the week um mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, ooh, let me go to Spotify, let's see. I know I've already done an episode on uh, Cabra at the Kindergarten Club, but I actually recently went back to it because the 2021 London cast recording came out on Spotify and it is incredible. Um, I think my favorite song from that specific soundtrack is probably money I'd say yeah we're gonna go without money I'm gonna add that to my favorites playlist as well um so there's so many songs in that soundtrack if you haven't already just go have a look because it is amazing so so special um so that's that um book recommendation so the oh my god I've been reading this amazing book let me actually get it up to see the exact um title of it it's called vagina a re-education by lynn and wright um and it's actually one of the best books i've ever read um it's just so insightful and so 
self-educating and I'm actually I'm, I'm just so glad that I bought it like it's, it's just an amazing amazing book and I think there's so much stigma about topics like this and books or movies or whatever um forms of exposure um that yeah people just find it a taboo subject and it, it shouldn't be it's not um and yeah I'm just really glad that I have the luxury of giving that like personal education to myself and just really looking out from for my mind and body um and this book has definitely helped in that so that is definitely a big 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 recommendation yeah sorry i had a bit of my tea oh nothing bits nothing bits and all gray it's just incredible anyway sorry <laughs> um and what is the yes so um movie or tv show recommendation i'm not gonna lie i've literally just been i've literally just been binging grace and frankie like literally every day i haven't seen anything new for ages because i'm obsessed with them and so this is my answer <laughs> it's just amazing i just love them i feel like they're my friends i just i'm so obsessed like they they just keep me company like every day and i love it i'm here for it let's go that's the one and lastly um so normally i do at this point um a quote of the show that I've watched that resonates with me the most. Obviously, that was not a musical, it was more of a spoken word. Um, but having a little glimpse through this amazing book, um, I know this is very simple. Um, and yes, sometimes less is more. I usually, um, more is more. But in this case, I'm going to go with less is more, so oh well. And there's this one page that it's in the first half of the book, towards the end of the first half of the book. And when I was reading it, when it came to that page, I just felt so much at the same time. And it's a blank page. It's all a blank white page. And it just has the word feel in the center with bold capital letters and... Um, a full stop and I know this is incredibly simple but sometimes you just need that tiny little push to just let everything out and I remember like when I was reading this um it was just a bit of a weird time mentally um that day that I was I was um uh, I started reading this book and when I saw that page I just remember myself exhaling a lot of negative energy and I just it just gave me a smile and yeah I just really appreciate these small details and touches um that some an artist might include in their work whether that's a book or a, a, like a a piece of art or a drawing or or anything it, it really makes a difference um so i would definitely say that um so with that said i'm just going to start unwrapping my thoughts and feelings about this amazing show and i just want to start by saying that i haven't I, lately i've just been a bit i feel like 
not every single space that I have and probably will ever work in is going to be as diverse and inclusive and it has been something that I've been thinking a lot about a lot about just the performing arts industry and how as much as I love it I want to be really careful with the people and the places that I give my energy to I want to protect my energy I want to be in beautiful open diverse and inclusive spaces and the second that I went that I like I I stepped into Theatre Peckham and um the way I mean Theatre Peckham is already amazing but the way they had um just decorated it and personalized it around the show I just felt instantly so calm and so seen and so just relieved I don't know how to explain it there was no specific thing it was just the overall aura of the place and the energy and I feel so incredibly grateful for it um and I've just never I mean I don't know if it's because I I'm not from um England and so my I guess my stimuli has been different over the years um but I haven't really experienced being in a space like that where every single detail is so well thought and I've been there before and I have always thought the same but I think this time around I had I had quite a, a like a bit of time to explore the space and I just realized how 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 well thought everything is and how detailed everything is and how inclusive and everything from um just um gender neutral bathrooms or everywhere there were posters about scan um scanning codes that you could find information about mental health awareness or lgbtqia charities um and the show itself worked with charities like that and gave some of its profits to charities like that and everything is just so that unapologetically beautiful and there was just everything like everything that you could imagine for everything that on our everyday lives we see um in normal basic communal spaces um that don't offer perhaps some specialty treatment that is needed for people with disabilities or people with Uh, other difficulties or anything that it might be that sometimes those groups might struggle with they had that covered and it was such an yeah I just can't stress enough how open the space was and um at the end of the show there was also Q&A which I will get to but uh Chris the director of the company and the choreographer said from the very start that um like just about the importance of the show and how it is so important to have stories classic stories even or new stories from made from scratch told by a queer narrative um and that kind of lens because it is not done enough and it's so beautiful when it happens and and there was such a beautiful talk about pronouns and about 
the di- the difference between some the the performer's pronouns and the character's pronouns that they're playing and how we have to respect that and as an audience there was there was just so much communication usually when there's a Q&A the cast just talks amongst themselves and you as an audience member are just on the outside listening and witnessing that and just taking in what you want from it um but with this one Christopher actually asked the audience what they thought and he was addressing the questions to us and there was not a there was not even like blackout or anything it was just an open discussion we could it was so direct and it's just little things like this that that like the seating area of the theater and the staff and the the dancers themselves and the set like the how original everything was um it it was just incredible and it, you you see things like this every once in a while and you think how amazing would the world be if every space was like this if every space was this this inclusive and this um authentic and yeah uh, i i was i was crying on my way back home from the theater because i was just so overwhelmed by how just just how inclusive everything was I, and how effortlessly inclusive everything was because sometimes people can really try to 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 seem like they they are encouraging diversity and it's just not happening and it was it was just so pure and genuine from every every angle um yeah, so the t- the day that I went to watch the show, I went on the 15th of April on the matinee, which I believe was at 2 o'clock. As I said, it was at the Theatre Peckham. Um, it was produced and choreographed by C- Christopher Tendai, directed by Lisa Miller. And the basis is obviously Lewis Carroll's um, tale of Alice in Wonderland. So I kind of like divided my notebook here in three categories so I have my first impressions my interval thoughts and my post-show feelings so in terms of uh first impressions um I've just written that theater is so beautifully inclusive the set is edgy the music is um thematic um the music is in the music that was on before the show started when the audience would wait uh, for the show to start, everything straight away was right on the money, on the theme, um, giving us the essence of the show that we're about to watch. There was a very nice and intimate theatre setting. Theatre Packham is quite small anyway, but I think there was also something about the way that they created um, the piece to be staged and um, there were a lot of other factors that just made it even more intimate and personal. Um, as I said, the con- the production is completely gender fluid and or genderless. It was self funded. Um, I believe they um, they applied for funding and it was rejected. So there was a fundraiser, which I am pretty sure. Um, has went ahead successfully and I'm so happy for the company because that piece of theatre deserved a million percent to be funded. Um, the music 
was original. The book, as I said in the start, was original by Akin Taylor. Um, and supporting LGBTQIA plus and mental health awareness charities. The, ca- the cast is diverse. Uh, it was a, quite a small cast. I think it was seven dancers, I want to say. Six or seven. Um, let me check, actually. Um, the double casting in this show works. So I believe all of them were ensemble members and some of them also... No, actually, sorry. So the narrator and Alice had their lead roles and then I believe the rest of the cast was ensemble and some people also had a doubling role um, of either the White Rabbit or the Mad Hatter or the Cheshire Cat or Queen of Hearts. So there was a lot to play with. So we have, yes, um, eight dancers. Um, So... Um, I'm just going to give a um, quick shout out to the amazing cast. So playing Alice, we have Kira Nichols. The narrator is Caitlin Taylor. Matt Hatter is Cameron Everett. The Cheshire Cat is Anne Shercop Beck. Queen of Hearts is El Hak Latif. White Rabbit is Molly Stepping. Assemble and Dance Captain is Marina Clement. Clement, sorry. Assemble is Ebony Roy Palmer. Apologies if I have pronounced any of this wrong. I hope I haven't, but um, apologies if I'm in advance if I have. Um, so, um, um, so the show was quite um. Well, I mean, for a dance show, it was not like either. It was not. It was not short or long. It was a very good pace, very good time. I believe it was about an hour long. Um, it it was it was beautiful. I have a few things to say about every department. Um, so costume wise, I love the unitards. Um, they had these beautiful like kind of one piece suit costumes. Um, which I believe would work really well. Um, for Alice's costume, I I loved her costume uh, throughout. Uh, the only thing I'm, I, w- I would say is that at some point there was... Oh, I don't remember what scene it was in. Um, but I remember distinctly... Um, it was kind of like a cropped high-collar jacket that... I don't know, like, what, like, if it was, like, just the day that I saw it, it was still beautiful. I just feel like it was, the the lines were getting a little bit lost, um, because, um, it was quite, like, turtlenecky, um, but other than that, it was, it was absolutely beautiful. The card was a sleigh, like, a major sleigh, the Cheshire card, the costume was amazing. I believe it was influenced by the show Cats by Andrew Lloyd Webber, there were a few, um, similarities on the design and they did their own take on it and it was just amazing it was definitely like a very very memorable look um and yeah like overall i i loved the costuming uh i believe i think it, it um looked very neat and clean and and precise and it allowed the dancers uh most importantly to move freely um and it, and the the suit that I was talking about in the start of the kind of unitard esque 
vibe. I, I mean, actually, I think it was a crop top. I don't, I don't think it was a unitard. I think it was like literally like suit pants and a top. Uh, but it looked very nice as a whole. Um, and it fitted also very well with the set um, floor that they had of the kind of chessboard vibe. Um, lighting wise, I think the lighting was one of the best elements um, of uh, the show. It added so much to it. And with the size of the theater as it is, it, it was just it, like I'm sure it was challenging and it was it was just really, really good. It, it, it was good use of the theater and it really helped the space gain more depth than it I believe it it actually has it it really complemented the the space itself um I, I I do think that they could have played a tiny bit more with lighting on the blocks perhaps I don't know if some of the chess black squares um and the white ones could have like some kind of lighting illusionary effect on them I don't know if this is just very very hard and I just don't know what I'm talking about I just thought it would be like a cool idea to play around with the lights maybe they also had these beautiful um moving set pieces that were um kind of in the shape of a of a big card like the the queen's hearts um with like the different symbols um and everything and that was also really really good and I think it was really helpful how they were moving and the dancers were moving throughout them and using them as a prompt, but also as um, an element of support for their own uh, movement uh, qualities. And yeah, I think it was just really, really smart uh, the way the choreography was done in that sense. Um, it was really edgy and fresh and all the lights, the moving corridors, as I said, um, the um background wall had this um lit up message saying who are you dot 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 and i just think that is a question that everyone everyone asks themselves every day and whether you think you have it all figured out or you are absolutely lost then we we are all on the same page on not like never having um complete answer to this question no matter what um and I think that's just really important because even at the end of the show we we, we don't need an answer and I did say this on the, the Q&A as well we don't we don't always need an answer for the story to end we don't always need um a happy end or for someone to find love or for this big um life mission to be discovered sometimes it's just beautiful to find comfort in the fact that what I just saw was an amazing, beautiful, revolutionary piece of art. And yes, maybe Alice doesn't know exactly who they are, but they're in the process of, of finding that out. And they're 10 steps further than they were before they began this journey. And the beauty of it is that we don't know who we are um, and maybe we never will um because there there's constant room for the journey to continue and more growth and freedom um and i think that was a very very important part of the show um and how it didn't end with a cheesy oh i found out who i am like we didn't need that we really didn't need that and yeah 
just really really appreciated that sounds and spoken word really really creative beautiful writing I could listen to Caitlin like just all day long um they were incredible in the writing itself and the execution of it the portrayal of it um the vocal colors and the overall performance was just so captivating and I I was watching them so in such an empowering and true stance when they were on stage and as the narrator as well they just had such a hard job of trying to tell the story but also be included in it but also seeing things from both sides and helping out um helping Alice out um and then trying to not you know disobey the queen but then like there was just so much uh to work with in terms of character development and um tempo rhythms and the emotional intelligence of the character and the relationships and the interactions that they had with everyone else because they had such a strong connection with every single person um in the story and it was just so beautiful to see many many layers of the narrator um unravel because we got to know them not just as the narrator but as them because it, it they are so interesting that we don't even need them to be the narrator to want to know more about them. We want to know more about them regardless. And that stands for every single uh, person of this cast. Um, no matter what role they had, um, they all managed to, to get to the audience's hearts and wanting to to learn more and strive for more and... <laughs> I don't know, put on a sequel or something. I don't know. It was just beautiful. Um, another thing that I just want to point out, just as just not criticism, just like constructively, um, is just the punctuation and the sound levels sometimes um, on the theater. And I, I, of course, I appreciate that the theater is um, quite um, like a, quite a small space. Um, but, you know, it it was beautiful regardless. And I don't know, perhaps it was just the day I went. Um, but I, you know, it it was so, so amazing that I'm, I, I'm just saying a few things that I just could point out to make it like absolutely perfect. And yeah, I think it's just a bit tricky when you have live music and original music as well. Um, cause there was a piano, um, throughout the whole show um, and also having the spoken word itself it's just it's tough um, so I imagine that the sound must be very complicated in that sense um, for the levels to always be balanced and the echo of the room to not uh, have an effect on that so yeah I think for the most part it was fine it's just like consistency because um, the spoken word added so much to it and I think it's just making sure that whenever um, Caitlin would um, go louder or much slower or much faster, the sound wouldn't be affected in that sense. Um, 
and it wouldn't have sort of a backfiring effect if that makes any sense um music wise I didn't even realize it was original and I it, it was just so it was so well done the versatility and the fusion of um the genres it was it was just amazing um and yeah just hats off to everyone involved it it was just so so good and um mostly I, I just want to give a massive massive praise to the choreography of Christopher Tendai and I love his work so much and I just I, just, I loved how there's always such a, such a unique fusion of styles and highlighting different moments and different people and it's usually something that you don't expect and something so unpredictable and like Chris himself said, I, I think I think it was at the, was it at the start or the end of the show? I think it was the end of the show. That <clears throat> the show doesn't really fall into a specific category, um, which I believe had a, something to do with the funding process because it is a dance show but it also includes, you know, live music and spoken word and just theatre itself. So it's just a bit difficult. But once again it is all about putting things in a box and a label and that is exactly what this show is not about and this show is about not fitting a box and that is still amazing and that is still okay and that is still beautiful and maybe that's fine because that is exactly what the show did they proved that they they take none of the boxes or all of them at the same time and that's equally fine um and yeah choreography wise um there was just a great uh, variety of styles and the dancers were so versatile you couldn't really see the difference between like them switching uh from style to style um um I've, yeah there was uh, oh, that's all i've written a great range of style styles um they literally made it in two weeks and you know that itself is just an incredible achievement there was so much material the energy was there and it was it was just great it was great um if i could pick a favorite scene i would say i loved the cat solo that was amazing and I also love the little moment I think it was um during the Mad Hatter sequence when they all came out with the little teapots um there were so many beautiful moments so 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 many beautiful moments but yeah um I just loved the whole teapot aesthetic of it like even outside the theater they had some um decorations and yeah it was just yeah right it was amazing um, so about the Q&A that they did after the show was done, which, as I said, it was just a beautiful idea itself. Um, I've just written my post-show feelings. Um, I gained so much from this Q&A. I think it's just so nice to talk to the cast and the creative team right after the show. And usually you really don't get to do that. Um, and... I'm just really grateful that they provided this space for everyone that was there. And so what I've written is that I love this company. 
and everything that they stand for, everything so accessible um, for so many different topics. From the start, the director asked for everyone to kindly be addressed with they, them pronouns, as all the characters of the show were genderless, approached in a non-binary perspective, which I think when you create a show that is so fluid, you ought to, to do that. Um, because even if the performer doesn't use non-binary pronouns such as they, them, um, if all the characters are addressed that way, that it, it, it's still part of the profile that they're, that they're trying to create for their uh, character. So I thought that was incredibly important um, and just beautiful from the director's side of things. Um, the originality, the authenticity... Um, and it's self-funded as well. I was just in awe of everything by the time I left. I was just so happy that I got to see this. And everything about this show is something to be proud of. It's, it's such an innovative piece of theatre and dance and poetry. And communication was just so heavily encouraged. Um, addressing the audience itself, as I said. Opening a discussion of welcomed feedback. And just wanting to to get better and and try for more and put on more shows and uh, just sharing is a gift and they used the audience that took the time um, out of their lives to go and see the show to, to use their opinion um, about what they, they, just, um, they just saw um, and I think so many more companies should be doing that. Um, it was a, a gem um this show it was amazing and it meant so much to me and so many other people and all I can say is keep an eye out for what they do next because it will be magic um and I just I can't wait I can't wait uh whatever the next show is whenever it is whatever else they do if they do class if they do workshops um if they do auditions whatever it is I I'm going to try my best to be involved in it. And I would also like to say a beautiful, big thank you to um, Akin Taylor um, for writing Wonderland in Alice because this book is just, has just spoken to me in so many different ways. Um, um it's hidden all the right places. Um, and I just want to finish off by reading the f introduction of the book by Akin Taylor because the, ev everyone just needs to hear this. It, it's just the, the most beautiful um, way of words. So it says, For the questioning, lonely and lost, it is for you I write. You're not alone. I see you. I see your beauty. I see it in your strangeness, in your differences, in your soul. You are perfect. You have a softness and strength to you that will see you through the dark. You are so loved. Thank you for existing. With sincerity and love, Taylor. Oh, and 
you can you you can tell how this book is going to go by reading this first page um and yeah i just i don't know what to say um i wish them all the best everyone that was involved in the show is amazing human beings and i can't wait to see what they all do next um so yeah um as the story says repeatedly loads and loads of times follow down the hall to the call of the rabbit thank you so much and i will see you soon to spill all the empty bye